Hello again, everybody. Man, it has been a hot minute since uh, I've done a podcast episode. Literally since like October or November. Uh, So months and months have gone by and there has been a uh, plethora of things that have happened since then. Um, One of them is COVID-19. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's here. But beyond that, I actually had a child. A baby girl made her way here on May 16th. So I've been uh, just completely endowed in fatherhood, which has been uh, such an incredible journey. And so now that um, I've, I don't know, I don't want to say I've figured it out, but um, I've created some space, I figured why not do a little podcast episode. And I wanted to... um, do this one out of inspiration from a conversation that I've had with two of my brothers, uh, blood brothers, if you will, soul brothers, spirit brothers. You know, you just find those people in life that you have so much resonance with, like right away, and it's almost like you've known them forever, or you've um, had an experience, a relationship with them in a past life. We can save that for another talk, but nonetheless, these two guys are just very near and dear to my heart. Big shout out to Alan Aceto and Josh Soden. Big shout out to you guys. Um, man, that, that could do a whole other episode on the relationship that uh, I share with those guys. It's quite incredible, but uh, we talk to each other every day and we send messages that are either thought-provoking, that create some sort of contemplation, or just kind of what's on our hearts that day. And Cub, we call him Cub, his name's Alan, but Cub, he's a just a big old bear cub. <laughs> and uh, he brought up a topic that was power in the words. And as we know, I'm speaking to you guys right now, whomever you are, wherever you are, you're listening through this device, maybe it's in your ears, maybe it's through the sound system in your car, whatever it might be. And so that is our channel of communication, right? So from where I am, I'm sitting in my car talking to my phone, I'm not driving. Um, But that is the channel in which this uh, communication is happening. Now, there, just so we can talk about the fundamental of communication, and then I'll get into the power of the words, that the fundamentals of communication is that there is an encoder and there is a decoder. So right now, I am encoding this message, thus now sending it through this channel, so from my phone to wherever you are, and there might be noise, right? You might be driving and your windows are down and you're hearing other cars and that is the noise. So that can disrupt the channel of communication, um, maybe disrupting the words that I'm saying to where you may not be able to hear everything or whatever it might be. So now there is the decoder. So that is you that's listening. You are decoding this message that I have encoded. Now, when you decode, you are maybe listening for particular words, or maybe there is a certain word or phrase that um, you find resonance with. You start to generate a feeling based upon what I'm saying, or maybe you're just kind of 
listening to the my voice and not really hearing anything. Whatever it might be, it's totally okay. It's just what's happening. So now, let's get to the power of the words. So the power of the words is an interesting thing because no matter how well you curate a message, right? You could use the most prolific words in the world to configure this message. You can speak with such enthusiasm or you can be monotone and speak like this, right? Everybody is going to hear differently. And so the power in the words is really the power in the decoder, right? How much power does the decoder want the words to have? Now, there is this... uh, schooling that I went through called Landmark and the whole premise the whole idea of it was that everything initially and I I don't want to say everything I don't want to say life but let's say words all right words initially and essentially are meaningless think about that for a moment they're meaningless because of the idea that we, as humans, create meaning. So an example would be this. You can go in a room of 30 people and say whatever, and out of those 30 people, every single person is going to interpret and decode that message differently based upon this filtration system that we have due to past experiences, um, beliefs, values, right? Whatever it might be, we are then taking this message, different parts of it, and kind of piecing the puzzle together on what is gonna resonate with us. But initially, all of that is meaningless, and then we tie meaning upon it. So now knowing, and again, this, this may align with you, it may not. Maybe you disagree and say, no, everything has meaning. Well, I'm here to tell you that from my experience that everything is meaningless initially. And I use the term loosely everything. I'm, let's, let's use that specifically on words. That words initially are meaningless until they are received by you and then you decode them. That is when you tie meaning upon it. Right, like another example, I really dislike the word hate. I do not like that word at all. So when people are utilizing that in a um, sentence or just I read it, whatever it might be, it actually turns me off and I immediately kind of illegitimize what that person is saying. Even though it may be super legit, it may be great, that word hate just does not resonate with my being, with my soul. It just doesn't feel right. And so then, whatever that person says, I'm not really adding meaning to it. I'm just kind of reading it loosely as, you know, words. So really fascinating that way. And maybe spend some time in your life seeing and paying attention to what people are saying and and tuning into that and being like, what meaning am I creating and what meaning am I allowing these words to have on me? Because uh, one powerful thing that can happen is that you can, depending on the situation, maybe it's like an argument that you're having or maybe somebody is just really speaking ill to you, but then you realize you're like, wait, 
this person that's speaking all of this harsh language to me, it's meaningless. And it's kind of like this, this like playful like realization. You're like, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, it's all meaningless. However, take that with a grain of salt, right? You apply it to just little aspects of life. You don't want life to be completely meaningless, right? You don't want to just be like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. You want to create meaning for sure because meaning really enriches the entirety of our existence for sure. I mean, you can, yeah, let's apply it to this. I'm looking at a tree right now. I can keep that tree meaningless in a sense and keep it like as a a tree right like I'm just looking and it's like okay that's a tree or I can establish more meaning upon it thus creating a more enriching experience wow that tree is so beautiful look at the magnificent diversity of those branches oh my gosh the color is just tremendous whoa like you can start to kind of create this narrative within your mind creating more meaning thus maybe creating a more full experience and so that whole aspect of meaning versus meaningless i I love it because it's like yeah maybe everything initially is like meaningless and maybe another way we can refine this word meaningless because maybe as I said meaningless that has a negative you know connotation to you you're like what no like everything has meaning like no um well let's call it it just is that like things just are what they are until we make them what we want them to be I like that that's nice Things are what they are until we make them what we want them to be. Because isn't that true? Like we can take something and totally flip the script and make it what we want. We can choose to in a situation that has multiple outcomes of perspective where we can um, look at the positive, we can look at the negative, we can be cynical, we can be optimist, right? There's all these different options, all these different choices that we can choose that are thus establishing meaning upon what is. But then we digress, we reverse all the way back and say, okay, but I'm doing all this, but initially it doesn't really mean anything. It just is what it is. And when you can keep it that way, what happens now is look what happened after I said it is what it is or it's meaningless. Now the mind kind of takes a step back and isn't so gung ho about establishing meaning upon everything about creating this narrative about whatever you see. Oh, there's a, there's a, right? The mind recluses a bit and maybe kind of frees up some space for clarity, for a sense of tranquility, a sense of presence. But you can still be present while establishing meaning on something. Don't get me wrong. That's that's mindful, right? When you think about mindfulness, your mind is fully engaged in what is. That's what mindful means. Kind of a unique term in that way. It's not that your mind is full of crap. It's that your mind is fully engaged in what is. So that was a little bit of the narrative that I shared with um, my two brothers And it's like so awesome. I love that like we can reach a depth like that and just express, 
you know, what that is, what that means to us, right? It's funny I say what that means to us because it was, you know, I, I was um, creating meaning even speaking about that things are meaningless. So it's, it's, a, it's a unique kind of paradox in that sense. Um, so really what to get from this is to just maybe play around with it, right? I'm not saying that, you know, keep life meaningless. All I'm offering is maybe try it on. Just like kind of, you know, contemplate it a bit. That you have the power. That you are creating meaning in every instance, every connection, every experience can be as meaningful as you want it to be. Or it can be meaningless. You can allow the isness, or you can establish a narrative on what you see. Fundamentally, it's a choice, really. And so I hope you found and felt something that resonated. And again, if you didn't, that's just because you established that this is kind of meaningless to you, that maybe there wasn't a ton of meaning upon what I was saying for you. Or maybe you're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. This is the best thing ever. And you really put a lot of meaning, you know, um, upon what I said, which is great. You know, whatever you chose is it is what it is right and you just keep it at that and just to know that you have the power right that's the that's the most important teaching within um, whatever I just said is that you have the power right in every instance and so to reclaim that power go live just a righteous humble gentle eased up day and just have fun with it have fun with your day today that's yeah, have fun, everybody. All right. So thanks for popping in to the Be Well podcast. It was so awesome to, man, have just really 15 minutes to sit here and speak and just relay things that were on my mind and that were in my heart and that I value, that I resonate with. And hey, maybe you found something as well. Um, but until next time, my friends, be well.